Okay, so welcome, I suppose, is a good way to start, as any. Uh, I'm here with a f- colleague and friend of mine, Professor Judith Lammy. Uh, my name is Chris Hill, um, and this is the, the Think Education podcast. We're recording it, I suppose, the date does matter, right? It's December the 20th, 2021, and we are in our, what is it now, 412th possible lockdown <laughs> situation, um, which is going to form a big part of the conversation. Uh, Judith and I today are going to talk about a book that we wrote uh, with a third colleague, Tim Gore. And correct me if I'm wrong, Judith, this book idea began, was it a decade ago? Was it less than a decade ago? It's a bit blurry for me now. Uh, you know, hello, Chris, and it's great to see you by Zoom. Uh, yet again, we've done quite a lot of this over the last uh, 12 months. Yes, I was just reflecting on that uh, this weekend because I knew we were going to chat about it. And I thought, you know, this is either one of the swiftest books <laughs> that people have ever written because we could really focus on writing it and the chapters and bringing it together or one of the longest. Yeah. And I think, yes, we first started talking about it. I think it was about seven or eight years ago. Yeah, that's probably about right. With the with the reality that COVID is either a very short or a very long gap somewhere in between. Yeah, that's right. Yes, and I, and I think because we'd we'd done quite a bit of work together, haven't we? In presenting together, and we'd attended conferences together, talking about transnational education and international education and various different aspects, you know, of those areas. And I think ourselves and Tim, you know, thought it would be great to, in a sense, write that down, yeah. didn't we? Bring yeah. it bring it together, because we always enjoyed presenting. Um, I hope the audience always enjoyed it, but certainly <laughs> I feel as though the three of us, uh, three of us did. And, and we always came at it um, with slightly different perspectives, you know, because we've got different experience, um, of course, and we've been working in different situations but almost with a common thread, didn't we? Yeah, of yeah. What we thought things were and, and what, and I guess then what we ended up talking about was then, back seven or eight years ago, what might things look like in the future? Where might this be going? Uh, yeah, and we were probably very wrong in a lot of ways. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, it's, I think it's, a, it's a, a really interesting point that, you know, when you're starting out your career, and conferences are somewhere between scary or unattainable and you know you and you're not always sure what the purpose of them is maybe you know it's a nice line on your cv and you know maybe you get to travel somewhere interesting um but i think precisely as you say because we were repeat um collaborators you know we we saw each other relatively frequently despite the fact that we were even then living in three different countries around the world that allowed us to sort of build up some sort of momentum uh, and sort of those ideas that you say kept popping up. And yeah, for a, for a book to have come out of, with, although with a delay, to have come out of a conference or two, I think is a, is a very encouraging thing for, for certainly for early career academics, right? It's, you know, we always talk about conferences as developing your, your you know, portfolio and your ideas, but in our case, it was actually true. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it, isn't it? And I, and I, and I was um, I was looking back at our early drafts of what we had done, and uh, and so and, and we had a few stop starts, didn't we? So so we we started writing a, 
I think, a couple of chapters. I think all of us were actually writing things, weren't we, at that time anyway, because we were yeah. all in our, our respective, you know, um, jobs. Uh, and so we were presenting at conferences, writing papers anyway, and, and thought we'd, we'd start to bring things together, didn't we? So we, we brought together content pages. We started to think about what it might look like. And then... We, we did it for a little while, didn't we? And then it would peter out. And then yeah. six or eight months later, we'd, yeah, we'd start again, wouldn't we? And I think the second time, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but I think the second time, which was probably about six or seven years ago, we, we, got, we got a good few chapters together and we'd, we'd, we got a theme going, didn't we, in terms of, of what we wanted the... The, the, certainly the contents of the book to yeah. look like. You got quite carried away with that, as I recall. We did, we did. There was a lot more attention on what can the chapter titles be than maybe the content of the exactly. chapters themselves. Yes. Um, but, I mean, it's, again, it's, you know, as we just said, the, the energy of meeting, you know, repeatedly at conferences kept that going, but then the reality of, of distance meant that it... And I suppose also there was... And this is something I've, I suppose, I've found in, in writing I've done in the past... If there's no deadline, you know, or there's, there's no sort of necessary push beyond, oh, this is an interesting idea we're sort of developing, it's very easy for writing projects just to become, you know, I mean, I'm, like you, I must have, uh, I don't know how many folders on a desktop with sort of half-baked ideas or, you know, quasi-developed something or others. Uh, and every now and then, yeah, they're, they're interesting to go back, even if nothing else, just to say, wow, that was terrible. I'm glad nobody saw, yes. <laughs> saw that in public. Um, so we had, I mean, the, the idea, it's interesting, isn't it, that, that it took, I suppose, COVID to really push. Because you're right, we had sort of maybe seven or eight years ago, you know, six or seven years ago, we had, you know, various points where we were engaging, we were interacting, we were writing, and we were producing, we were developing ideas, and then yeah. it sort of stopped. And yeah, and then as you say, I guess that we had about a five-year hiatus. Now, I, I was I was trying to remember this, and and given that it's only a year and a bit ago, do you remember how we began this again? Now I do. I actually do remember that. Um, if you recall, I I was in um, obviously you were at British University in in Dubai, and I decided to go into consultancy. Um, and um, and was was bringing together a presentation that I was going to give that I, on, on a webinar because we were in we were in COVID um, on um, on mergers yeah. on mergers and I and I sent as one does when it, one one is at this stage of one's career and one's life and has lots of good friends in uh, excellent places in institutions with lots of experience. I sent a few of you an email and said, I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a presentation or a webinar on this and I'd really value your thoughts on it. And I think that then got us all talking again, as I recall, because, of course, like all good friends and colleagues, you responded really quickly <laughs> and, uh, and said, yes, happy to. And then, um, if you remember, I think it was you and I had one of the first chats over Zoom and we were talking about, you know, the aspects of what, you know, mergers for in international higher education might look like now due to COVID. And one of us, probably you, but I don't know, but one of us anyway said, 
you know, maybe we should think about doing the book again. Mm. Uh, and I think that's, I think that's how it, how it started. And, and we then had a, um, a conversation with Tim. I think we set up a Zoom conversation with Tim and thought, well, why don't we revisit yeah. what we thought we might have been going to do in the past, but actually we're in quite a different situation now. Yeah. So, um, so that I think, I think that, so that I think is how it started. So again, actually, and it's only probably by talking about this out loud that we're thinking about it in some ways, isn't it? The role of conferences and presenting things and contacts and individuals um, was really important to this, wasn't it? Because that's how it started and that's how it's has sort of started to form and continue. And I suppose one other thing that um, really strikes me is that also you don't have to be worried if you're an, uh, a young academic member of staff and you meet people at conferences and maybe you don't see them for a few years, always keep in touch and get in touch again because there's nothing like meeting and knowing like-minded people who are interested in what you're interested in academically. Because once you do find that as well, you know, you find that connection. Um, and that's, I think, how it started, Chris. So it was last year around about sort of August time hmm. when you were, you, were, you were baking in the heat of, um, yeah. of Dubai and I wasn't baking in the heat of Birmingham in England. Uh, and I think that's how the conversation just started to come about again, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right, and I, I suppose, forgotten, not probably right, but that I remember very clearly now the email about the mergers and the sort of the conversation, and and you know we get those types of things quite frequently, um, you know, from colleagues and you know students and friends, and and you know, you can either I think look at them as a I don't have time for this and just disregard, or well you know engage with it and you know think a little bit. What I find I found very strange about this process and I, I'm not sure if it's you know fully attributable to COVID you know but I found it incredibly easy so the you know you're, you're saying we had a we had a zoom call and we had many zoom calls you know we were I think we yeah. were probably meeting maybe not every week but probably every fortnight I guess at, at some point um, you know as in when we we needed them and yeah, you know, when you're saying who said this and whose idea was this, I, I have a very difficult time pinning down which bit of the process each of us did. Like, it, you know, in yeah. my memory, it's just we had a conversation and at the end of the conversation, we decided things. That's exa I think that's exactly, exactly it, as you say. I think, in a sense, we came up with the idea of writing a book together nearly 10 years ago. Um, we came up with the idea of writing a book together again, you know, 12 months or 18 months ago. Uh, and then it started to shape and develop and evolve. So it, in, in a way that I think, you know, neither of us could say that, as you say, one of us thought of this or part of it, or one of us thought of that part of it. And, and again, isn't that quite a comfort when you look back and reflect on it? Because sometimes I think we think, it's like when you do a PhD, isn't it, or anything like that. 
you feel that you've got to almost have an exact essay plan for what it's going to look like, you know, at the end, right at the beginning. And I think it's safe to say that not only did we not know what the book was going to look like, (laughs) we didn't know what most of the chapters were going to look like. And and we we did have a, so I recall as we then were developing the the, the broader idea for the book, we did have a think about what the kind of structure might look like, didn't we? And a few few of the things that we would we will be talking about a little bit of a look back to how we got into this position and then a sense of where are we now and then where might might we go in this very different sort of world. Um, but even, as I recall, even when we started writing one of the chapters, um, we actually started writing it with a different view in mind to, to, to what it was going to be. So chapter one, as it is now, wasn't even chapter one. No. It was chapter three, wasn't it? It's just that we started talking about areas in the book. We came up with talking about the idea of of consortia. And going back to your point around deadlines, we gave each other deadlines, didn't we? A little bit like you did in school, really. It's almost <laughs> like you needed an essay deadline. Yeah. And, you know, you, you would write a bit and you'd say, and this is when it worked, I think, you being in Dubai and me being in in England, in, in, in Birmingham, because your weekend wasn't my weekend, so you could write in your work week and then pass the baton on to me and I could pick it up yep. and write my part. And it really worked like that, didn't it? And yep. I think because of that first, you know, way in which we started to, to develop the book, it almost it almost was a theme for how it developed as, as we moved on. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's interesting, is it? Because it's sort of like structured comfort. That the fact that we, as you say, we, we maybe had the inkling of an idea, which is kind of cheating because if the idea is what are going to happen, we don't know. That's a nice place to start because you're never really wrong, you're never really right, but it does allow for a lot of you know, ongoing debate. Um, and as you say, yeah, I mean, most of our, from memory, most of our output was the product of conversation. But sustained conversation over a fairly, what, controlled, condensed period. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, we started, say, in August. We, I mean, we'd almost written it by the December period of last year. You know, yes. considering we went from sort of a, an idea that you had generated for a webinar, which then became the, the sort of core foundation that then sort of mapped on and evolved and then became a, you know, a full, essentially a full book um, in a, very short period of time. Yeah. I mean, I, I think from my perspective is that's entirely down to conversation. It's testing yeah. ideas. It's, you know, yeah, we've got this chapter, we've, we've half written it. I don't think it's a single chapter. You don't think it's a single chapter. You think it moves here. So we move that there and we try that one and then that leads to something else. And yeah. it's, it's that not being afraid. It's not being afraid to fail because we, we were neither failing nor succeeding at something. We were just generating yeah. ideas, but it's not being, I guess, afraid to try and just play with, with ideas. Because, um, I mean, we, we could have, I suppose, got trapped into trying to resurrect the, the idea from 10 years ago. Like we, we could have tried to make it fit now. And I mean, that might have been possible, but I think it would have been, you know, it's the difference between writing and editing. Like there, one's creative and yes. one's just, you know, very bureaucratic and, and not a whole lot of fun, but for me anyway. 
So I, I really enjoyed that. I liked the fact that we, we picked up the relationship and then basically just said, well, now what, what are we interested in today? And, and that I found, yeah. I mean, I mean, we used to have long meetings for, for the fact that both of us were on holiday and, you know, yes. and neither, nobody was making us do this. Like it was no. um, genuinely, I thought, very creatively stimulating. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed, I genuinely really enjoyed the process. And I think, you know, your point about networking is massively valid, right? People, you know, the, the context you make at conferences, um, you know, don't be afraid to email people. Don't be afraid to reach out to people. What's the worst they're going to do? Ignore you, probably. You know, very few people have the time to take to write back to you and say, leave me alone. They'll just ignore you. I mean, it's not, you know, but I mean, I've been given job interviews as a result of, you know, a, a contact I've made and something I can move through and, you know, writing partnerships and, you know, opportunities to speak and travel. And they're all just because of, you know, networking, I suppose. Um, so I think part part of why why our, our writing partnership worked so well is a I think we had a great idea and it was it we were both interested in it, which is something we always tell our PhD students if you're not interested in the topic you're not going to get to the end like it's it's too much hard yeah. work. Um, but you know also it was that we we had a very comfortable relationship before it became a a, a writing relationship. Right. I mean, I've always looked at you as a, a very valuable resource and mentor throughout my sort of career thus far and obviously hopefully on, ongoing. And, but it never felt like a, um, a hierarchy. It just felt like a conversation that we'd be having in a cafe or, a, you know, over lunch or whatever it might be had we been allowed to, to go anywhere. Um, and so I think maybe trying to find a writing partner that you work well with. I mean, because I guess like you, I've been in, in writing arrangements where it's it's less fun. It's, you know, a bit, bit more yeah. transactional and, and then maybe ego comes into play and you're like, well, no, I wrote this and why isn't my, you know, and it, you know, that's kind of, you know, not as enjoyable. Um, yeah. And it's almost the, there's also a, a stylistic aspect to it, isn't there? Cause you don't really know what it's going to be like when you write together until you start to write together. Yeah. And as you, yeah. you've said, Chris, you know, we've both, you know, had collaborations with others. And although, you know, we might have had very similar ideas, uh, and sometimes you think it's important to have similar ideas, actually writing together sometimes isn't that easy. Yeah. I think what, and, and maybe this also comes down to you and I with that, that confidence, that respect in each other's ideas and experience of which there are areas that are common, there are areas that are different. Yep. And knowing that we were both bringing those kind of things to the table. Um, and, and I think also, you know, that, that as, you, as you were saying, you know, it was something that we found as a process worked very well yeah. for the pair of us. Because yeah. we could put that discipline yeah. around it yeah. as well. Um, but actually, I think if you go back now, and I think we said this a little while ago, didn't we, when we were just looking at the book as they were sending it to us from the, the publisher. You know, you want to give it to somebody and say, okay, read chapter one and tell me which bit Yeah, Chris wrote. Yeah, because I don't know. Because we don't no. know and we wrote it. Yeah, and that's, that is so surreal. Because, I mean, yeah. normally you, you know your own style and you can often remember this and that. And I, there are chapters that you wrote by yourself and chapters I wrote by myself and then a bunch that we wrote together. And no, I don't know. It, because the voice, it's one voice, which is 
very strange, right? I mean, that's normally it's pretty that's... evident um, when you switch narrative. Yeah. And we didn't always, um, we didn't always agree about something, no. did we, no, no. When, when we were writing it. And I suppose, therefore, you know, going back to the, to the topic of today around developing the idea of the book, I think the really important word there is idea, Yeah. actually. It wasn't a fixed structure. There wasn't a clear template for what we were going to do. There wasn't an answer that we were working towards because we didn't actually know what the question was. Yeah. So yeah. as we were going through the process of writing some of this, we were actually developing the questions as we went along, weren't we? Yeah. And I think it is safe to say that for ourselves, it then became clearer as it was developing. And, and I think some of, the, some of the answers to some of the questions we did end up posing are actually clearer answers. Others aren't. And I suppose, again, that was reflective of the time that, that we were in. You know, we were in the, the heart of a lockdown for COVID. We were both sitting in our respective rooms and offices and, and thought this actually is a good time to do something that we have always wanted to do. There was no pressure to do it. There was nobody telling us uh, we had to do it, but actually it was, what can we do at this time that is going to be productive? And, and if ever there was a time when we, none of us across the globe genuinely knew what was going to be happening next, yeah. that you almost felt that that gave you, um, gave you the license to have, or gave us the license to have in writing a book you know, the idea of writing a book that actually we didn't know the answer to. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think the, the psychology is quite clear, is that you, you're looking for a sense of purpose, you're looking for connection, you're looking for, <laughs> if not answers, some way through questions. Um, and of course, as academics, we therefore just come up with more questions, which oh, <laughs> yes. seems to be our best approach. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I think you're absolutely correct. I think it's... Uh, it, I don't. It, it's not to say that without COVID we would have still written the book, but I don't think we would. I don't think we would have, and I don't think we would have. I suppose finally, I don't think we would have probably had a word like evolution no. in the book title. And indeed, as we have right at the beginning of the book, you know, uh, a, a short section on evolution because. That's what we also started to talk about when we were writing, didn't we? Which is often why our conversations, which we said right at the beginning we should have recorded, and we never did record them all. No. Nope. For which probably the general public will be very grateful, <laughs> but you and I are a bit aggravated. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we did actually think that, didn't we? We thought it's a little bit like aspects of evolution, you know, that you will get some things that, that there's a clearer path and it's developing, you can see it gradually move through and there are other things where you get major sort of cataclysmic events that you can't even predict and yeah. and you just don't know where therefore what's going to happen after that yeah, yeah and no. i think that that therefore became quite a key word for us didn't it um yeah. education was and globalization was and you know pathways and the future and all of that um but actually it was also the the evolutionary part of it, not only in the content of what we were writing. Yeah. 
so it's the way in which we wrote it. Absolutely. It's interesting, isn't it, that 10 years ago we, we were thinking about how do we shoehorn Back to the Future quotes in and, and how do we, we structure this around the Godfather? And, and we ended up with a, a fascinating intro about geological evolutionary <laughs> patterns changing the, the global perspective. And you think, well, how, did, how did we segue how from... Did, how did that end How did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big part of that is obviously not being too precious about you know, uh, a singular idea, right? It's, and that is obviously evolutionary, right? It's that ability to adapt. Um, uh, and obviously, I guess we were helped, as you say, by not having a fixed idea at the beginning. So we were, we were literally evolving our thinking, you know, meeting by meeting, um, and then sort of hanging on to bits that made sense. And, and, you know, rather scarily, we got to the end and it all fit, which is nice coincidence, I suppose. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we moved the order around and we, we played around with and some stuff we sort of let go and some stuff we, we added in. And I know on, a, on another day we'll talk in more detail about the, the you know, massively valuable collaboration we had with, with other um, contributors, um, you know, reinvigorating ideas and, and yes. uh, et cetera. And that was, you know, I think that, that adds an, an enormous um, component to the, to the book and, and indeed to our thinking, right? We've, we've had it further shaped by, by other ideas. But you and I, um, and obviously with Tim's involvement uh, in, in some of the areas that he was working on, we did. We, we came to every meeting with a, we've thought about this, we've got an idea, but we're not holding on to it at the point of distraction. It's, you know, stuff evolved and, and merged, you know, as, as a, your initial idea led us to, I suppose. Um, uh, and I think that's why, well, I guess my experience with sort of working on books in the past has has either been from an editing perspective where obviously you're you know you're either collating or it's under an umbrella and so it's it's more structured and you allow the other voice allows the wrong word you you encourage the other voice and you simply just you know spell check and make sure it, it fits or I've been asked to contribute a chapter where almost you're not worried about the overarching theme you leave that to the editor and you just yeah. do what you do whereas this one was very different I think from my experience as in both the experience of the book and the experience of doing the book. You know, I, I felt it to be a, a very sort of creative process, you know. Um, yeah, we almost wanted, didn't we, a, a, a narrative flow that went through the book so that it did hold together as, as, a, as a text, yeah. in a sense, but not a rigid... You know, this, this chapter's got to focus on this and therefore this next chapter's got to focus on that. Um, but also we didn't want it to be, I suppose, what some other books might be or edited collections, a, a, a sort of a set of very clearly, very disparate hmm. things that, um, that, that sort of come together a little bit, but not very clearly. And I suppose, therefore, you know, in terms of, the idea of the book itself is that we did we did want to have that flow through in terms of what in general it was about, but it was almost like we were looking at things through various lenses at various points. And as you say, you know, Chris, there were certain things where we thought, actually, I would really quite like to write a bit about that. So I know Tim and I thought, actually, we would like to write something around the civic mission, you know, and how... That, that works with internationalisation and, and globalisation, you know, and, and you were looking at the areas within, you know, aspects of micro-credentials or, you know, what all, the, all of those things we thought there are some clear topics we would like 
either to write ourselves or ask others to to contribute and and then um you know i suppose the final chapter in a way with the students yeah. also gave an opportunity to tie all of that together and again you know coming up with that and the idea of that was that we thought it was really important to have that the voice of those involved in education yeah. you know the cold face um as a really important voice there uh, and it probably was going to start off in some form of format but i'm not entirely sure that we thought it was going to end up in the format that it has um but again how wonderful were were they and i know again we're going to talk um to them and and with them in another one of these sessions but i certainly found at the time when we were writing this i was also doing some mentoring with uh students and i was doing some mentoring of uh two postgraduate students who were themselves writing their own theses at the same time and so we were also able yeah. to to just talk with each other about the kind of process and what what is it like and of course they would look at me and they'd say well you've been doing this quite a long time Judith <laughs> it must be easy for you and i'd say well no it's not easy but i suppose what we did learn uh, right back from how we came up with the idea and how we developed it was that it it's it's all right to have a blank sheet of paper it's all right not to know the answer yep. and actually through talking those ideas emerge don't they that's where innovation absolutely comes and and i suppose that also then made us reflect on aspects with with covid and what you do miss out on when you are just working remotely or via email and things like that if you're if you're not having in a sense those those water cooler moments where you're just getting together having a chat yeah. about nothing in particular so we'd start our conversations wouldn't we some days with areas in the the chapter that we were meant to be talking about yeah. and then dive off into in an aspect that we didn't have written down at all i think we both came became very good at either speed writing or for you speed typing yeah because we thought that's a really good idea we need to take get we need to capture that really quickly because we need to incorporate that somewhere yeah not here but somewhere and i guess that process you know of how it uh, it started to emerge you know from the from the idea to the final you know the final a book was quite an exciting and uh, as you say creative one yeah. wasn't it yeah and fast right i mean i'm i'm sure that that plays a a big part because we we were able to see success is the wrong word but output pretty quickly you know it, it wasn't long before we had a chapter and then another chapter and then another chapter at which point the the book is has a scaffold um and we then sort of filled bits in and um yeah, I think perhaps, you know, if this had been, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll write this and, you know, we'll see each other every three months and we'll sort of check in. I mean, we'd have lost the momentum and the ideas, you know, because the ideas yeah. would have shifted and, you know, and you'd think, well, I won't bother mentioning that. And, you know, so I, I you know, I, I'm in complete agreement with you. And I think that the the frequency, so, you know, that, that confidence level that you and I both have in our own work, in each other's work and in our ability to voice ideas and disagree with ideas if necessary. Because I, I have a lot of students who um, are, are very wary 
of even presenting at conferences. They're very wary of sharing their ideas in case somebody steals it or in case, you know, and, and perversely, the point is you should make it public because then that's your idea. Like it's, it's the actual, the counterintuitive, I suppose, by saying it out loud, you've put your flag down and, you know, you've, you've built that sort of platform in a sense. And I, I've been in, in writing relationships where for whatever reason, you know, you, you just don't get the same out of it or you, you don't feel the same, you know. So I, it's not that we're saying that this is the, you know, engage in a partnership and it'll be perfect. Obviously not. I mean, we've, we've had experiences to the contrary. But if you find somebody that, that you're able to talk to and share ideas with, you're probably able to write with them. I mean, maybe yes. it's not exact binary, but I mean, I think if you've got that foundation of somebody that you know in your academic circle or, or professional network that you're comfortable sharing and discussing ideas with, chances are there's a writing project in there somewhere. Um, I think that's absolutely right, as you say. And, you know, that's, I think, how it, how it worked for us, didn't it? And I, and I suppose we were just, in a way, pleasantly surprised that it actually worked as easily as it did, yeah. and it did, and 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 I suppose, uh, you know, one aspect of that though is, as you said at the beginning when we were talking about um, deadlines and timelines and things like that, I think the fact that we were both quite disciplined with that, that, and I suppose we could be. I I was doing my consultancy, or rather, I wasn't doing my consultancy because it was in lockdown, so. You know, I was keen to be doing something. You were very disciplined in terms of what you were doing. Obviously, you were having to do your lecturing and things from home, mostly. And so we, we set out the dates and times when we would meet every two weeks, as you, as you say. And I suppose the good thing with that was it, it gave us long enough in between, because sometimes I think it was every week, actually. Uh, yeah. But it sure. gave us long enough in between that we could, do other things and let our brains have a little bit of a rest but it was a short enough so we could almost pick up the conversation where we left off yep so you it gave us enough time to reflect on the conversation didn't it and then come back yep. and and move on with it rather than if you if we'd left it any longer than that in between and then one person can't make it and all of a sudden it's a month and yep. nobody's done anything and you have to go back and reread what you've written because you've forgotten what it was Whereas I think because we we did that, and I guess the really important point as well is because that's how we started writing the whole book from from day one. It wasn't that yeah. you did a chapter, I did a chapter, a month later we came back. We actually decided to start writing it by writing a chapter together, didn't we? Which yeah. was our chapter three, which yeah. ended up being our chapter one. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, to be fair, there's no... There was no guarantee of success. I mean, I, I never for once thought we were going to fall out or disagree, you know. But we had technically eight years of failed writing <laughs> as our yes. background. It wasn't, it wasn't we were coming from a position of strength from output. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, subconsciously we, we recognized that. And, you know, we had the ability, as you say, to be dedicated and sort of set these these fixed sessions with the knowledge that, I mean, we had some meetings where it's like, well, I haven't really progressed the chapter from a written perspective, but I've had these three ideas and I'm not really sure how they work. What do you think? And then the yes. other one would say, well, I'm not sure that that makes sense or, oh, well, that one's interesting, but that's probably actually another chapter. And then, and, and so it was that freedom to be unsure, uh, you know, what, what within a structure of, 
you know, because idea generation is still producing something, right? It's still, and as you say, that we had momentum, we kept the momentum going um, uh, uh, throughout really the the few month period that we were we were working on this. You know, I guess full time because obviously the editing is a is a separate function of the of the process. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's um, find that's the thing is it, for people you find a style that works for you. And find, yeah. find a, a, a writing partner or partners that you know you complement, um, uh, even if that complementation is is in disagreement at times. You know, it's just you yeah. know, you, you've got the sort of a similar approach, and yeah, yeah. I can and I can almost now, and this is again slightly going off off topic in a in a way, but well, that's a, a, that's a first for evolution. us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it hasn't happened before. But it did make me think of those kind of um, creative partnerships that people do have, either in writing or, you know, you get um, you get partnerships in sort of music, don't you? You get you get people who will do who, who will write lyrics and you get people who will you know write the music that goes with it. And it just sort of it works. It, 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 and, and I think probably it's just your luck as to whether you find out. Um, as you go through the process, because as you say, you and I have known each other for many, many years, yeah. and 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 just eight or nine years ago, decided with Tim that it was time to try and put some of this down on paper. Um, but you know, we didn't know what it was going to work out like, and, and until we started yeah. getting together on a regular basis and actually trying to. To, to, to write things down but talk to each other and I guess as you've said what the really important point is around that discussion around that kind of collaboration you know uh, at having those you know having having the, the the two hour zoom meetings that that we would have but actually coming out with those outputs that sometimes was was we did as I recall we did at an early doors try to write while we were talking, I think, you know, I think we were trying to type things and we realised that just wasn't working. No. Because brilliant though, people might be at multitasking, you really can't type and write and think at the same, be creative at the same time. No, no. So I think we just realised, didn't we, that somehow we would just have to remember it, capture it. And therefore, I suppose those tight deadlines that we gave yeah. each other for, okay, you, this week is down on you to do some of this, capture it, and then I'll pick it up the next time. It, it, I find it strange that when I think back over the the creation development period, um, you know, sort of August to December of last year, I have very clear memories of the calls. You know, I remember the conversations. I don't remember writing. You know, it's almost like we talked and talked and talked, and then somehow <laughs> it appeared on a screen. And uh, and whether or not that's just that the ideas were so so well talked out. And, and so well thought, you know, and, and there was that, that freedom and confidence to say, I can write this down and it's not going to be judged. It might be critiqued, but it's not going to be judged, right? It's, and, and in essence, also, it's not going to be judged because at least half the ideas are from the other person who's reading it. So I may, I may be the one submitting this document, but actually the ideas are not mine alone. They are, you know, and, and it was sort of, I don't, I don't have that clear memory of actually sort of sitting down and typing. 
So I mean, guess what we've established is, I can't remember how the idea came about. I can't remember writing. I'm beginning to wonder if I actually did anything at all. <laughs> like, I'm, like, why is my name on this book? Because you can't, I, you can't even remember when it started. No, for I can't remember where it started. No, so no, can't no. even remember about the idea, yeah. and yet somehow, somehow there it is. Yeah. If print. Yeah, I remember the editing very well. That bit, yeah. that bit has stuck yeah. with me um, yeah. quite painfully. But uh, um, no, and so, and so from that perspective, it's been. I think creative is a very good way of describing it, um, uh, and and therefore, and and it spawned. You know, we 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 evolved presentations out of it. You know, we've we've evolved. You know, podcasts. Where you know we've obviously got other ideas that are, are going to be coming uh, down the line. Um, and I think, you know, even if a book hadn't come of it, we'd have had a book chapter or we'd have had an article or we would have yeah. had a conference presentation. Like there, there was no, there was no like, this is a, a potential waste of time or, you know, this is just a nice chat with a friend. It's like, no, no, we've got something. We just don't necessarily know what it's going to look like. Um, yes. And that's, that's a freedom, right? That's, that's a, an ability to say, well, let's, let's just develop some ideas and, and see where they land and then what do they look like and how do we, how do we position them after that? Um, I think there's um, there's trust there as well, actually, isn't there? Yeah. In that, in that we we almost have to trust ourselves that we, you know, we have an idea. We know we know it's there. We can sort of see it in the in the future somewhere, but it's not quite formed yet. Um, but also then trust each other that. You know, this will work. That you know, there will be something. There will be an output there, but that we just don't have that exact idea at present. And you just have to trust yeah. that that's okay. That's an okay position to be in. Doesn't it? Doesn't matter no. that you don't have that fully fleshed out answer, because in indeed that wasn't the purpose of of writing it in the first place. Yeah. Which probably going back to our original idea many years ago wasn't the case we almost had decided this is what we wanted to write about this is the answer yeah that we want to get to the end of by the end of the book um and how do we how do we get to that yeah. space how do we get to that answer whereas we were absolutely 100 percent clear when we started last year that we had no idea yeah what the answer was or indeed if we would get to an answer yeah and yeah. some bits of the book i'm sure there are thoughts that are more clearly put together in terms of, yeah. of, of what uh, you know what might happen in the future and there are others where it's much more open-ended yeah and yet bizarrely the the initial idea very fixed very structured very targeted we all collectively and individually for whatever reason lost interest and lost motivation yes. and and the project where we had really no idea what we were doing or where we were going you know, generate enough curiosity to keep asking questions. So it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting lesson in there for, um, for people. I mean, I think it, you, you do need, as you've said before, you need, you need some semblance of structure because, you know, you need some form of internal deadline or some, something, whatever works for you, because there needs to be, otherwise it's just, be, or, or I mean, you know, host your own podcast and just talk for, for, for generating ideas. And that's, that's enormously valuable too. But I mean, for producing something, I think you do need some agreed upon, you know, process um, amongst yourselves. Um, and, and I suppose my advice, I guess, is for don't do what we did, which is don't think, oh, I've got somebody in my life who'd be a great writing partner. 
I have to wait eight years to be <laughs> to be in. You can yes. probably start sooner than that, I guess. Yeah. Right? It's not essential. Yes, and yes. you have don't, to wait for a global pandemic. For a yeah. major global health <laughs> crisis yeah. to mean that you've got to sit in your respective offices and decide that you want to do something productive yeah. with your time. Yes, mate. But I suppose the, the proof of the fact that we certainly did enjoy it as well as um, have something that, that came out of it and an output there is that we want to continue doing it and we're just thinking about... Yeah what we want to do again, haven't we? And, and I think we were both, on the one hand, genuinely pleased when the final edit went in to the publisher. Yeah. But we were genuinely pleased when the final edit went in, just because it mm. the editing part not been the most yeah. exciting part of book um, production. But, um, and, and proud of it, as you are, when you've got things that have been captured. But also a little bit, I think, of us thinking, oh, that's a shame. Because yeah. I quite like doing that. So it's almost now thinking, where next? Where next? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, that won't be a conversation for this podcast, but I mean, that's going to be a conversation for one of our next Zoom meetings, which is, well, you know, yeah. so Judith, what are you thinking about today? And. Yeah. You know, and, and these ideas come from meetings we're in or things we've read or things we've heard and and yeah, things we don't understand often. I mean a lot of a lot of our, our book was ideas and topics that you and I were interested in but either didn't fully understand how they were being formed at the moment and didn't really know necessarily where they're going tomorrow. I mean, you know, we can plan and map and predict, etc., but we don't know. Um and and that that uncertainty is interesting. Um, you know, maybe not from a position policy paper, but from a you know a, a book where you can just hopefully generate you know thought in others. Um, and yeah, and you and I were, I think at least personally, I was interested from the beginning to the end. I you know there was never a day when I'm like I'm bored of this, like you know, you know, and and to me not even on any of the chapters. There, there were chapters where I, I probably knew more, and and certainly chapters where I knew a lot less. But there were no chapters where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about this one. You know, this is just, you know, been added to the book because it, you know, it's got a buzz. No, I, I was equally engaged in all of them, even if not equally, you know, confident in my understanding of all of them. Um, yeah. And that's a, I think that's a good position to be in. And I think certainly what I found really useful when we were talking about some of the other chapters that either we weren't actually writing together there might have been separate ones that we were doing or ones with others. But I think also we really value the other person's opinion. And so we're, we're looking to have that conversation with somebody who is, you know, aware of the field, but maybe not, not knowing exactly what those aspects are within that particular area. But then you're looking at something through a different lens, yeah. aren't you? So you know, when certainly when I look at some of the chapters that, that either yourself or others have written them and it's absolutely not an area of mine at all but but there's always something that you can contribute because you're looking at it with your own experience and your own yeah. own thoughts and and then often the expert within that area will find that comment really interesting because you can almost get so close to an area can't you yeah. in a topic and you know it very well that actually you don't think of it in that kind of way yeah. anymore so it i suppose also what we found was that it was good having those kind of conversations um, and reflections on other parts of the book that you know we we might not have been fully involved in yeah um, but but could contribute to and I think on balance I, I enjoyed 
the collaborative chapters more than the individual ones? Because I think that this point you just made about being too close to your work, which is something we all experience as writers anyway, and I, I managed to call myself a writer almost with a straight face. Um, um, I write things down, that's kind of the definition, I guess. Um, there's, there's a way that you can, you can move that through, which is, well, you and I write things down, you know, that gets published, it goes in the world, it's subjective, that's art. So are we artists? Like, there's, there's a kind of a rabbit hole you can, you can go down. But, well, we're all, we've been musicians as well. Well, there you so go. Well yeah, yeah. An evolutionary geologist. So we're, we're getting most yes. things covered. Um, but I found the chapters that I wrote myself where, chapter that I wrote myself where it's, you know, yes, you're, you know, it's your voice, etc. Whereas the ones where we collaborated, even though I knew part of the text was mine, I didn't know which part of the text was mine. So I was never, it was always fresh. Like every time I read it, you're like, oh, I'm reading somebody else's work, which obviously is partly true and also partly not true, which is kind of a strange dynamic yeah. to be in. Whereas, you know, you read your own chapter and you, your brain's just like, yeah, no, I, I, I read this, you know, and you just sort of jump through or over, over little bits. And th that to me is a very strange process, I think. I, I don't think I've experienced this before. I'm hoping to experience it again when we do whatever the, the next thing ends up being. Um, unless we're, you know, we're another podcast in a year time saying, or our own separate ones because we don't talk to each other anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, we tried it. Yeah. You know, just do this the once and don't try it again. Yeah. It might not work. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I think, you know, you, you're right. And um, that, that, that process that we therefore, I think, went through and, you know, I suppose helped and guided ourselves through the process of, of writing the book together and bringing others, you know, into the, into the book as well and having different voices, you know, their, their voices as part of that um, which was in, interesting for us, I think, to see that. And we did work with and, and collaborate with others, but I think it's, it's safe to say that the, the two of us found it probably the easiest working together and certainly writing together. And, and again, as you've said, it, 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 in a one way, didn't come as a surprise that we couldn't sit and talk. No. with each other for hours on end because we've done that in lots of different countries and in lots of different places yeah. uh, and usually about Terry Pratchett and various other things that we start off with and I can see yeah, behind the fullest you, yes, behind there me. Yeah. the yeah. complete yeah. works so yes if you, if you also find people where you've got very similar taste in uh, reading material certainly if it's Terry Pratchett you're probably going to get on Yeah. anyway yeah. but you know I think it, it it also, just that that process of writing, you know, together, um, you know, we, we probably liked writing. I've always liked writing. Mm, yeah. I've enjoyed it. And I really didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much writing with somebody. Meaning And it probably just no. that I think actually, you know, you very often as well with myself, even when there were days where I thought, or... Usually it was on the Sunday and we'd have a meeting on the Monday and it was my job to have done something and I probably would have done a little bit more on that Sunday than I normally would do because, you know, mm. I wanted to make sure that we had, I had what I needed to to, to contribute. You, you almost did what, if I'm writing on my own, I try and do to myself, if you see what I mean, in terms of giving myself deadlines, but you can always give yourself excuses as well, <laughs> yeah. can't you? Whereas yeah. it's much more difficult uh, to, to, to do that with somebody that you've got to talk to 
the next morning um, via Zoom. So I think I, I think the fact that we found it enjoyable as well as actually, you know, it working and, and, and probably making us think and reflect on things and sometimes say things and have ideas ourselves that we didn't even know we had ourselves. Yeah. You know, I know sometimes I would say something and I'd think, hey, that's a good idea. And I didn't even know I thought of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know. You, you, would, you did exactly the same thing. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's strange because normally you, you write a book, you write an article to tell other people things. Right, that's kind of the, the point of, of what we do, right? We're writing things yeah. down to, to prove how smart we are or how much we've read or, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever the motivation may be or, or just to share knowledge. I mean, to, you know, but in this case, I think we wrote it to try and learn more than we, we wrote it to try and instruct. Um, and that's, a, I think, a good position to start from, you know, um, because you are constantly interested in engaged. It's like, what am I going to learn today? Right, you're not regurgitating. Oh, I'm I'm now telling the fifth person the same story about some obscure thing yes. that I've read. You're you're trying to bounce an idea and say, huh, I never considered that perspective before. What else can What else can I learn if we just shift it? You know, again and again and again and and again. Yeah, and comfortable. And we, and we say this several times in the book. We are not providing the answers. We never set out to provide the answers. We're not telling you what to do. We're not even telling you what is right to do. We're we're trying to generate ideas and mostly amongst ourselves or within ourselves that other people may likewise find interesting i mean it's that's a that's quite a again a freeing position you're not you, you know there's no you're not worried about your ego you're not worried about you know being wrong you're not worried about being right you're not you just you know this is some some thoughts we've had and they've been interesting enough to sustain a conversation over six months so we feel like we've got something um, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been, that's been good. I think also, and, you know, you touched upon it there and indeed earlier on, we did have that discussion, didn't we, I, I recall, with one of the chapters about whether we had enough data yeah. to support it. You know, where's the data? If you wanted to publish it in a journal, you know, where's the, the sort of research data that will be there to support what we're saying? And, and, and I think we... We therefore realised quite early on that that wasn't the kind of thing that we were going to be writing, yeah. didn't we? Could could we go and look back on some of those and think, all right, if we really want to test the hypothesis there, you know, as we would have done in our respective PhDs and other other papers, we want to test the hypothesis, then yes, we can go and we've got these kind of research methods and this is what we're going to look at. But I think we decided quite early on that we didn't want to do that. Yeah. And we weren't in a position to do that, or indeed, I think it wasn't wasn't what we were finding interesting at the time. And, and I think, as you say, you know, it was actually about that process of wanting to to learn and reflect and understand ourselves a bit more about the situation in which we were finding ourselves in. And again, maybe that also helped us through what would have been a, a challenging time for us as it was with everybody at that time within, you know, in the first lockdown here in the UK for you and yourselves in, in Dubai as well. I mean, we've been in it since March or April or, or whenever it was. And, you know, there's not only so many, you know, walks in the park that you can take with your respective one other person that you're allowed to go out with as we were at that time. 
Um, and this almost gave us something to direct yeah. that type of thought towards. Yeah. You know, that it's okay that we don't know the answer, that it's all right, that we don't know what's going to happen next. But the really most important thing about it is you talk yeah. about it. Talk about it if you're not okay. And also you realise that you're not the only person that thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. But together, if you're having those kind of conversations, you can actually come to a place and some form of an output or whatever it is that makes you feel more comfortable about where you are without it still not being an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, as opposed to that, we can add the other massive um, reality of the world, particularly when we were writing, and obviously still today, is it's okay to disagree with people. Right, you you can have reasonable conversation with people, and I mean, you and I never disagreed from a polar opposite. We we varied in our perspective, so I, I appreciate this is sort of the light version of that conversation. But it's okay yeah. to be in a conversation where there are stakes and there are things. You know, you you. But we've got a book on the horizon, and what happens if I? No, you can. You can, of course you can disagree with people and talk to them. Otherwise, where where do you go? I mean, obviously, absolutely, yeah. You go your own way, and I it, guess, but. <laughs> and it was almost like you know, on that note, you know, it was almost like we didn't we didn't actually. I guess it's less in some ways that about disagreeing and more about the fact that we didn't know if we were going to agree, which I appreciate. Uh, yeah. that's sounds a, a bit the, like a politician's no, no. answer, but now. that's a good nuance. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we I like that. Did we? So we put something out there. We said, right, this is what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely, completely unsure yeah. in the knowledge of whether we were going to agree or not. Yeah. We just are probably more often than not did agree, yeah. but we didn't know we were going to. No. Um, no. And I guess that was the confidence about it as well, wasn't it? Yes, the fact that it's absolutely all right to put yourself in a position where you might disagree yeah. uh, with somebody. And indeed, if you do, or as you say, it's probably less about having polar opposites in terms of some of the opinions and just the a different, different, slightly different way of looking at something or a different type of, of reflection, which of course then adds to yeah. one's own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's only, can only be of a benefit. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, what we're, uh, I suppose, not suggesting, but, you know, from our own experience, it's if you're early career, mid-career, late career, I mean, there's find somebody you're, you're interested to talk to share some ideas and and see what comes of it right i mean as you said we could we could if we wanted to now go back and do more data collection or data collection and rework a chapter into a journal paper or you know we could, we can change a chapter into a conference presentation or we can as we've done with students we can have fascinating conversations where you and i did nothing other than say hello and let other people you know <laughs> voice opinions um you know there's there's ideas are They've got a lot of opportunities, a lot of potential. It's you know, it's it's about I guess not being too constrained, not being too too stuck in a box, and just let, have some fun, have some fun with ideas, and see see what comes of it. And if nothing comes of it, you've still had an idea, and you know the next one will will progress your thoughts a little bit more. Um, you know, but you have a go, right? It's 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 don't be afraid to try and build a collaboration and and see what comes of it. Yeah. So. Um, I, for one, have thoroughly enjoyed every part of this process. Um, I'm really looking forward to the next one. I have no idea what the next one will be, and that's part of the charm. <laughs> so, um, 
Uh, I'm yeah, I'm 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 thankful for having had the opportunity to have worked with you and, and with Tim um, over the past, I guess now almost year and a half, or nine and a half, or whatever, however we count it. Um, um, but yeah, um, hopefully this will be of some interest and in, and in to people looking at ideas and, and looking at how to ge- generate ideas and how to develop partnerships and and yeah, I think it's 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 really worth worthwhile. It doesn't work, walk away. I mean. Exactly. Well, you have you have nothing to lose, and a lot to gain. And I think one of the one of the future discussions I know that we're going to have and bring uh, into these uh, this podcast is discussion with the students as well, in particular that formed the chapter twelve in the book, the student voice, uh, and you know with with their reflections, their thoughts are very open. They didn't worry either themselves about what they, what they were saying. So we said it's, there are no right answers here. It is all about different perspectives on, on different aspects of, of education. And, uh, and I think, you know, that, that will be really fascinating for people because they were just wonderful. And as you say, the best bit about that was just we, we stepped back and we let them talk. Yeah. And we were, as we often are in these kind of situations, completely in awe. Yeah. with people such as themselves who, who you know, had really just got some fantastic ideas and thoughts. And it was, a, I think, a very inspiring time yeah. working with those students as well, wasn't it? Yeah. As well as obviously our other yeah. fellow writers. And I mean, and the student chapter wasn't in the initial, however we conceive as the, the initial idea, it wasn't there. It wasn't in the initial conversations. Um, perhaps it should have been, but it, you know, the fact that arguably one of the most interesting parts of the book didn't get developed until we were halfway through the process. Yes. So if we'd written a proposal for the publisher on day one, it wouldn't have been included, you know, and, and as ideas evolved and generated, it's like, oh, how about, how about, why don't we try, oh, how, how many students do you know? How many countries? How many? And all of a sudden we've got, we've got a pretty global representation. Um, yeah, um, and on that, with that chapter, as I recall, we we therefore we wrote the um, questionnaire, didn't we? So once we realised that we've got a number of these terrific students, some were undergraduates, some were postgraduate, they were living in all different parts of the the world. You know, for me, one was just down the road because I've been working with her in Birmingham. You know, you've got colleagues in, in Dubai as well. And so we'd written this questionnaire, haven't we? And I think with the view of probably doing something a bit more traditional, please can yes. you fill this in, then we'll get your answers and then we'll read it and then we'll bring the chapter together. And and that's not how it ended up. Nope. Thank, thank goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing, there wouldn't be nothing wrong with that. That would have been a fairly standard yeah. structured, but no, this sort of thematic student voice opinion discussion. Um, but, and again, it, so... Other than, than that being a massively, massively valuable part of the book, from our perspective, it's, again, we're not too precious about what we think it should be or what it should look like, open to ideas, open to seeing how things go. And, and it, yes, you're, you're right, it was better than it would have been by far, um, uh, both in written and when we heard the students speak, you know, during the, the conference uh, session. So, yeah, it, it's, it's fantastic. So... Yeah, don't be afraid to, to try new things and, and see see where they come from and where they go, I guess. Yeah. Well, we have been talking for an hour and three minutes. 
which is probably a long podcast, but for you and I, we're only about halfway through where we would have been going over the summer. So um, we're just sort of getting warmed up now. Now's when the real magic of ideas begins. We'll need to edit that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, uh, thank you very much, um, Judith. And um, hopefully this has been some interest to listeners and we look forward to, to you joining us for, for future events and seminars, webinars and conversations down the line. So thank you very much.